let's look at the message today is called Saved. Saved. And uh, we gave a handout, but let's look at Isaiah chapter 43, verse 11. And in this particular message, uh, we'll probably do it in two parts. We'll do part one today and we'll do the other part next Sunday. But I want you to consider, we talk about what I'm saved. And the question that came up was, well, if you're saved, who is the Savior? If we're saved. Who is the Savior? And we're going to look at a few scriptures today dealing with that. Is that all right? Amen. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 43, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 11. And let's read it out of this New King James Version. Let's read. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I thought we'd just look at one scripture that cut through the chase. <laughs> God said, I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. Okay? Isaiah 45. Verse 21. Isaiah, the 45th chapter, verse 21. Let's read. Tell and bring forth your case. Yes, let them take counsel together. Who has declared this from ancient time? Who has told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no other God besides me. A just God and a Savior. There is none besides me. Wow. He says, who's declared it from ancient times? In other words, who's told it from that time? And then the Lord just says, I told it. And I'm telling you now, there is no other God besides me. A just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Isaiah 49. Now here's where a transition is going to take place. A prophetic word is going to take place. In Isaiah chapter 49, verses 5 and 6. Let's read it together. And now the Lord says, Who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, so that Israel is gathered to him. For I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Indeed, he says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. 
prophetic word regarding the Messiah. Re regarding Jesus, the Christ. And notice what he says. I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation. That you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Well, God had previously said through the prophet Isaiah, I, even I, am the Lord. And besides me, there is no Savior. And then he later says in Isaiah 49, that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. So somebody is coming who will be God's salvation to every person. Uh -huh. To the ends of the earth. Yes. You get it? Uh -huh. Are you seeing the connect? Mm -hmm. Go over New Testament. Matthew chapter 1. Verses 18 through 25. Matthew chapter 1. Verses 18 through 25. And let's read. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now, notice in this passage, there are a couple of things. One, it says, and they shall call his name, this is the fulfillment of what the Lord spoke through the prophet, talking about, behold, a virgin shall bear a child, or shall be with child, bear a son, and they shall call his name what? Jesus. Emmanuel. We're looking at verse 22 or 23. Which is translated what? God with us. Right? But up above, when it says in verse 21, And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. If they had did an insert, 
it would say you would call his name Jesus or God is mm. salvation. Mm. God is salvation. So when they heard Jesus or that Greek Joshua, which is Yeshua in the Hebrew, they heard Jehovah is salvation. Yes. Mm -hmm. God said, I'm just sharing with you, God doesn't change his mind. You understand what I'm saying? God said back in Isaiah's day, I am the Lord. I am the Savior, and there is no other. Mm -hmm. And then he says, matter of fact, I want you to know that my servant, is going to be born from the womb. Mm -hmm. And he will not only rise up or raise up Jacob, mm -hmm. but he will also be a light to the Gentiles. Right. And he will be my salvation mm -hmm. to the ends of the earth. And the fulfillment came in Matthew when it says, and his name would be called Emmanuel, who? God with us. Yes. And the God who would be with us that was birthed from the womb mm -hmm. would be Jehovah, our salvation. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know. Hello. <laughs> who is Savior? God is. And Jesus is God with us. Mm -hmm. And he is mm -hmm. Savior. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. I know. <laughs> now look. Confirmation. Luke 2nd chapter. 11th verse. This is when the angels showed up at the birth of Jesus. And told the shepherds. And we just going to look at verse 11. And what did they tell him? For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. <laughs> now I thought it was interesting because God <clears throat> didn't even leave it just to letting uh, John the Baptist, his father, if we looked at that, talk about Jesus coming mm -hmm. and being the fulfillment. Mm -hmm. God decided, I tell you what, y'all, talking to the angels, go on down there because this is a grand step that's taking place. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to miss it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he decided to have the angels proclaim. Mm -hmm. For unto you, for there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Come on. Do you hear what I'm saying? God said, I'm not doing this thing in a corner. I want the world to know. Come on. So angels, come on. Step on out there. And they just showed up. See, that's what's so exciting. In the spirit realm. Yeah. I don't know where they're coming from. But all of a sudden, 
Did you hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like that, almost like that uh, thing that happened not too long ago out in Vegas or Phoenix or someplace out in the desert. They said this young lady was pinned in a car mm-hmm. and, you know, couldn't, uh, they couldn't revive or couldn't, couldn't get her out. Mm-hmm. And this man shows up seemingly out of nowhere right. and uh, he gets her out. And they turned to look for him, and nobody could find him. And it's flat land, and it's flat land for miles. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. That wasn't just one person standing there at the accident scene. There were a lot of folks standing there. So a lot of folks saw him doing what he was doing. And a lot of folks didn't see him. Now you can walk away from that. And let the government try to give you an explanation. (laughs) Did you hear what I was saying? And that's why when Jesus says, And the Son of Man shall be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. You think about it. When Jesus saw that man who was demon possessed. And asked them in so many words. What's your name? He said, Legion. Legion. So there were many, right? Mm -hmm. In one man. Many. Mm -hmm. In one man. Many. Mm -hmm. And then they said, Jesus, Son of God, have you come to torment us before our time? Mm -hmm. Now you got to realize this. Later in that same passage, people identify him, or he identifies himself as son of man. But the angel said, Jesus, son of God, have you come to torment us before our time? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? The demons knew who he was. Jesus, son of God. Have you come to torment us before our time? And the bottom line is, he put them into the swine. And the herd, 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 not one swine, herd of swine ran into the sea and drowned. All those demons were in one man. Did you hear what I say? So in other words, it gives you the impression that spirit in the spirit realm, you don't need a lot of space. <laughs> Did you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> so when you consider the heart of the earth is big enough to contain all the spirits of men. you get it in a minute. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is because when you read over in Revelation, I guess we got off the point. No, we own the point. Mm-hmm. Over in Revelations, what it says, in the first resurrection, those who have believed on Jesus, we know are going to be what? Caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Mm-hmm. In that rapture, right? Mm-hmm. But then it says, That the second resurrection 
is going to take place after the millennial reign of Christ. When death and hell will give up its dead. When hell will give up its dead. Millennial reign of Christ. Mm -hmm. That means that folks in their spirit will be in hell for a minimum of a thousand years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tormented in hell for a minimum of a thousand years. And that thousand years only for the ones who die right before the millennial reign will be in hell in the center of the earth in the heart of the earth for a thousand years and then be released to show up at the white throne judgment to do what? bow their knee that Jesus is the son of God that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father and then exit stage right into the lake of fire because every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So that hadn't been fulfilled yet. But it will be. So those who've been incarcerated. In hell. For a minimum of a thousand years. Being tormented. Will be released. To show up. In heaven. At the white throne judgment. And can't stay. Can't stay. You talking about a rough time? Wow. Are you following what I'm saying, y'all? Saved. Wow. I know. Huh. Look at John the fourth chapter. Verse 42. John the fourth chapter, verse 42. This is the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. And after, you know, Jesus, his disciples went on to get some lunch or something, bring something back to Jesus. Jesus has this conversation with the woman and then gets down to telling her who he is. And uh, the woman runs and goes tell the people in the city, come, come, come meet a man who's told me all about myself. And the men of the town come back. And what did they say after they encountered Jesus? Let's read verse 42. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. A greater than Solomon. Yes. A greater than Jonah. And all they needed was an encounter. And they knew, not because the woman who came back shouting, 
this group, not because of the woman who came back shouting. Yes, some did believe when she went back to the town saying, come see a man. But others came out there. And they come back with, now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him. And we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Lord have mercy. That's an awesome thing, y'all. 1 John chapter 4. Verse 14. And John sort of wraps it up when he says, and let's read verse 14. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Now, you may say, well, Pastor Joe, why don't you go through all of that this morning? I went through it because when you look at the New Testament more specifically, mm-hmm. you will find places where it says, God our Savior. You'll see places where it says, Jesus our Savior. Mm-hmm. You'll see those places. In some book, in one of the books in particular, You'll see both, God our Savior and Jesus our Savior. And people would want to split hairs. They will. They want to split hairs over that. Well, the Bible says God is Savior. Well, you say Jesus is Savior. Well, wake up, y'all. Jesus is God with us. Emmanuel. Jesus was given a name that translated means Jehovah God is Savior. Mm-hmm. Jesus would say on an occasion, and probably more than once, when you believe on me, you don't believe on me, you believe on the one who sent me. No man can come to the Father except by me. It all dovetails, Mm y'all. The challenge with some of the Pharisees and the religious leaders who were present when Jesus walked the planet was they didn't want to acknowledge at least some publicly, that Jesus was the Christ, the Savior of the world. And yet Nicky, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and said what? Rabbi, we know. We know that you've come from God. Because can't nobody do what you're doing. We know I don't know who the we was, but it was more than one. They knew that Jesus was from God. And that's when Jesus responded, Verily, verily, I say unto you, one must be born again, or he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
Later he says one must be born of the spirit and of the water or he cannot enter the kingdom of God. It's an awesome thing. But we wanted to establish, clarify, God is Savior. And Jesus is God's salvation to the world. Amen. Amen.